We are live. Shivanetti so episode number ten. Number ten. Bringing in the new year, right? Uh, the first in-person pod we've done. Um, let's just see how it goes. I'm pretty excited for this. Number ten in person. This has never been done before. Never. Been I'm done. ready to roll. Out, ready to roll. Ready for the week. Playoff football starting up. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. Washington football team safety. What's his name? DeShazer. DeShazer Everett (laughs) was the driver in a fatal one-car crash Thursday night that killed a vehicle passenger, according to the London County Sheriff. What's your car crashes this year in the NFL? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm like... I think we're... We've never... I've never, like, seen it um, as often That one dude... Remember when CTE popped off? You remember that one that when CTE popped off, there was that one Steelers like old lineman back in the day who like killed his whole family and then like crashed his car into a ditch. It's like it was like burning in the highway. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's the that's why CTE like popped off. That made the movie Concussion, right there. Okay, it, it I didn't like, know that because this dude went psychopath and just like. But this is different, I think. Uh, I, well, we never know. I don't know if he was intoxicated. It doesn't say. Normally, if you got normally if you're drunk, they're gonna put it in the title. You guys really couldn't find a photo of him in the current Washington uniform. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? That's the first comment? Hey, I love it. But, I mean, to be fair, I think they're selective incidents. I really don't think I do. I do as well. I don't think every person has that problem. As well as not every NFL player has CTE, but a lot do. I mean, it's, a, it's fucked up at the end of the day. You get hit every single day. Yeah. Like, you don't, you, you expect, like... Especially when you're in the trenches, dude. Dude, even like in the, high school sports, you saw people hurt every single day. Yeah. Like, and we're talking high school, dude. We're not even talking, clo- not even close to D1 college. And clearly not even close to the NFL. Head injuries are so, like, so detrimental in so many ways. And I think people don't even realize it sometimes. Like, when you get hit that much, you might think you're fine, but there's probably some shit wrong with you. I mean, dude, a lot of these relationships get fucked up. Because they got anger issues, and, like, they snap, and, like, it's, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how the wives deal with it. It is what it is, though. It is, but it's part, like, dude, at the end of the day, that's why you get paid. Yeah. That's why you get paid. And if you ask football players, like, most of them about CTE, they're going to say, I still play football. It's like their one love, got them out of whatever struggle they were going through at the time. They're so. tough guys. Yeah, and it's their vice. Like you're there, they, they have known to play through injuries for years. Like, that's just the culture in football. That's just is what it is. Like, it is what it is. you play through an ankle injury, you play through a knee injury, like, and that stuff could turn into something super serious. Mm-hmm. Like, J.J. Watt had his, um, he didn't really touch his, de- his herniated disc. And, like, that's what happens. The guy was incapacitated for, like, a year. Man. The guy basically couldn't move. Jesus Christ. Like, it, you herniate your disc, dude. You can barely stand up. Let Have alone. you herniated your disc? Uh, it that's the last stage okay. of my injury. It's degenerative back disease, but he's not stopping nah. at football. No. No matter he's how just... tough you are, like it, it, you keep grinding. It's gonna, it's gonna hit. So I mean, but I don't know how he's playing right now. I mean, he's hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> J.J. Watt's hurt every year. J.J. Watt has never... He, I don't think he's had a full, healthy year, ever. And what's crazy is he still puts up the numbers he does without a full, healthy year. Yeah, I know. Like, he's always at 10 sacks. Like, whatever. Look up his stats this year. Let's see what he's doing right now. Let's do a J.J. Watt hype-up portion of the pod. Let's see. He had a sack? He has six sacks this year. And he was out, I think, like, by week eight or nine. Right? Right. How many I games? Mean, let's see. Let's look at his old stats, too. 16 sacks in 2018? Yeah. 
17 and a half, 20 and a half, 20 and a half twice. Holy shit. That's and then the years he puts up goose eggs are the years he gets hurt. Oh, yeah. He, this is, I think this is the year. This is the disc year. And also you can tell he doesn't play a lot when his numbers are like 24 total tackles. Yeah, you get this guy 16. on the field. You know what's funny? All these guys come out of like these Midwest schools. They do. Like you get the you get the fucking first of all first of all not even boys. JJ Watt his brother <laughs> might be the best defensive player in the league TJ yeah. TJ Watt like I get the argument for Micah Parsons I really do he's having a great year easily defensive rookie of the year yeah but or yeah defensive rookie of the year hundred percent can't be can't be a uh, regular rookie of the year because I need um I need my guy Mac Jones you know what I'm saying Mac Daddy Jones did but, you bet that is that why you're saying that yeah I need Mac Jones what'd you bet I bet him at uh, ten to one. When he got drafted in April. Jamar Chase had a really good argument until he the did last until he got night. hurt. Yeah. He's been playing like And Burrow's been games. hurt. And it, it's yeah. it, it's not like they don't have weapons on you know the Cowboys else, not bad. You know who else has had a quietly good year and hasn't been recognized at all? Patrick Sertan. He's yeah, been, it's been pretty been quiet. Amazing. It's been pretty quiet. He's been amazing on the Broncos. Like look up that, his stats. That whole that whole He doesn't life. get thrown on. That, and I think like the trade. That, that goes back thing. to our other thing. Yeah. What we were talking about the other week. Mm-hmm. There's like that whole stat I can't even measure. Yeah. Is like people don't throw your way. People don't throw your way. Yeah. How am I supposed to measure like, you know, it I guess you could do the reduced number of targets, but Patrick. Dude, this guy was, wait, to... hold on. Wait a minute. Implantation. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Look how old he is. He's 21. He's younger than me. Yeah. Dude, a lot of guys are. Yeah, Lamelo well, Ball's like 20. Okay, in basketball it's different because they all start sure. at 18, 19. Like they started playing pro ball when we One were in One year in college. college. But college is like now we're done with college and that's when all these guys are coming in. But now these guys are younger. Like He just has a late birthday, I guess. He was born in 2000. Those are always crazy to me too, seeing those. Like people born, born in 01 playing in the league now. Yeah. And like it's not that far from when we were born. We were born no, in 99. Two years. You were 98, right? 99. 99? I'm late 99. Yeah. You're later than me. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit's got one of the youngest birthdays. What, what are you, August? August 99. Damn. Yeah. So you're a month after me. But yeah, like... I always hated it. I always hated it. But, because number one, like, what it... Because I knew a kid that had my exact birthday. Was in my class. Literally my exact birthday. So that but, sucks sharing a birthday. Well, the, number one. But number two... The main thing was, it's like, that's a whole year. When you're like nine, dude, there's between eight and nine and nine and ten in terms of your athletic ability. Big time. Huge. Big time. Huge. Yeah. And like, you don't notice it because you think, I'm playing with kids my age. I'm playing in my age group. You started hitting puberty around that time, too. Like right. 10, and then 11, even then, 12. like, you got a kid who's 14, 15, hit, hit their puberty strat already. You're not. <laughs> like... What, why the fuck did you get 30 pounds of muscle? Nah, the, gap, the, fuck is that the gaps are crazy, too, in high school, man. You oh, have yeah. some behemoths on the football field. You got some behemoths that were behemoths, like, in middle school, like, yeah. since they were 12. Yeah. And the people that don't turn into anything until they're... I mean, dude, look at you. Back to J.J. Watt. Guy looked average nah. in high school. Look at his high school photo. Nah. Average tight end, you know? Mm. All of a sudden, the dude's absolutely massive. I get people said he juiced or whatever, but, like... Nah. 
I don't. He's still the best. Like yeah, like how much is juicing really affecting a player's performance? Let's talk about that. Skill, skill wise, I think not skill at all. Skill wise, right? I don't think not anything. at all. Strength wise, yeah. Strength wise, sure, but like I remember Brian Cushing got popped for that recently. Like not even recently, even Barry Bonds though, like yeah, he he. Juiced. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, he juiced, baseball? but like he still would have had thirty home runs. That, yeah, I he guess, was like that good. I agree. Barry Bonds is a home is a Hall of Famer, right. regardless of the fact that he juiced. Yeah. It's and just, they were kind of promoting it back then, honestly. The MLB wasn't really doing shit that, to yeah, stop it. Yeah, exactly. They knew it was happening. Oh, and then all of a sudden they just decided to crack One down day. on it. Yeah. Like th- It happened this year. Oh, all look look at all the stuff the pitchers are using. The pitchers are using this. The pitchers are using oh, that. Yeah, that. Blah, blah, blah. Checked every inning. Huge uproar. Now they get checked every inning, and all of a sudden people are getting absolutely canned in the face <sighs> by balls. Like, pitchers can't pitch anymore. Pitch velocity. Didn't you have that stat? Pitch velocity, like... Uh, it was, was the RPM. So RPM. basically, like, the, 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 the Rot- amount of times the ball rotates... Like, their pitches were still getting faster, but, like, that's always going to happen. Yeah. The average, like, speed is just going to continuously get higher up to a certain point, right? Yeah. But the RPMs were qu- doubling. Really? In one year. Yeah. How do, how do you do that? Like, when you go to the... You, you're, you're one of these guys... For instance, Kobe. How much really did he get better from season to season? Maybe 20%, maybe 30%. Now, that compounds, and after two, three years, you're a completely new person. Yeah. But in one off-season... Two hundred percent on your on, on your the rotations yeah, is, of the ball. That is a crazy number when you put it that way. Yeah, it gotta be. Nah. And it's like even in baseball, cheating is like it's a phrase that's just thrown around. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think what the Astros did were that bad. <laughs> you know it's funny you say that? That's like a unpopular opinion. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like as kids, we were trying to sign steal. Here's, here's like when we were on second base, we would try sign steal. I think I remember I think, that. I, think, I I get the fact that I agree when it is cheating because they use technology. It's outside technology, yeah. right? If they just had a guy in there with binoculars, like looking for the signs, dude, you do what you got to do in this business. Like even like the the Belichick stuff. The flakegate was first of all a complete fraud. Like yeah, that was just something. they found they found that the the Colts balls were just as deflated as the. The Patriots, Patriots balls, yeah. you know, Spygate. It was basically the same shit. It was like using technology to spy on the other team. At the end of the day, man, it they're all doing it. Yeah, they all are. And even baseball, you don't think other teams aren't sign stealing too? And I mean, look at it too. Like, you don't think managers of all these sports organizations like are preparing with film and they have all this shit now that like they could see everything. You basically know what's coming at you if you're people a good coach. People would do whatever they need to win. Yeah. At that level, you do whatever it takes. And with the, with technology, it's just going to keep getting better and better. Oh, like and it's oh, it's it's breaking the bounds of the game or whatever. Like, first it's, of all, set a defined standard. The MLB, I, I I've said this before. I, they're one of the worst sports organizations. How they've how they've run the sport. They've run baseball into the ground. Dude, no one plays baseball anymore. Mm. No one likes baseball anymore. People. The only reason baseball is really around for our generation is because of gambling. Because yeah. people can gamble on the games. And in the summer, there's not much on. There's basketball, but there's not much on during the day. I think one thing about baseball, though, I think it's still one of the most played sports by kids. Because kids are always in house league leagues. It's cheap. Equipment's not that expensive. You don't get hurt that much. You just yeah. need a glove and a bat, and you can use that for like five to ten years, and we'll go yeah. home. I mean, personally, I think... So I, I still think, like, kids grow up playing baseball. That's why it's still legitimate. I think basketball is way better than that. Well, that's it. All I mean, you need is the ball. That's and a, true. You don't even need a hoop with with the with the with you the don't. net. You don't need a hoop with a net. You just need a hoop. That's fair. You know, that's a fair point. I think. I mean, personally, I still, I, think, I still think a lot of kids still play though. Oh, for baseball. sure. But I mean, most of those kids are done though. Like, how many kids really translate to go play in high school? Not many. Not many. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's similar with ba- with basketball, but still, basketball is one of those things where 
you'll find a pickup game anywhere you want. Yeah. I think anywhere you want. I think a big problem too with baseball is the number of games in a season. There's too many. Yeah. Like 162, 162 probably, like yeah. is is way too Cut much, bro. Cut it. I I've been on that train for a while. Like cut it to 100. But they don't want to because of first of all in-person revenue, which still, I mean there's a ton of games where nobody goes to. Yeah. You but know? even like, dude, think about it though. Like one person buys probably what two drinks a game, three, like the average, which is like thirty dollars right, right there. Right there. A hot dog, you buy peanuts, it's another thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Yeah. So like you're really making almost a hundred fifty to two hundred dollars off anyone who steps in the stadium. Right. Like that's a lot of money. Right. Which is why. So they like don't that's why really, they're not gonna cut the games out. Game, but like but if they, they want should. higher attendance, like definitely cut the games in half, especially home games. You'll get people there. Trust me. Like, dude, the White Sox playoff baseball games were packed. Oh, yeah. And also, the White Sox haven't been relevant in years. A lot. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The White Sox haven't had a playoff game at yeah. home in a long time. So like, the fans show up when the chips are on the line still. Like, people love yeah. it. And it's a drinking sport. Like, you go there, dude. You don't have to. The thing I love about baseball, in-person baseball games, is you can go to a game, have a beer, have a dude, full you, conversation you with the person. Wa- you barely need you to don't. watch the game. You 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 see a you hear the ball get hit you look over it's a home run you cheer whatever they run the bases you back yeah in your you can literally I think baseball is probably one of the best places to do like a business deal at. dude it's, it's great just go to the game you know that's why it's called America's pastime it yeah it's it really like, is it's it's it's, it's just really just passing the time like passing you're, time you're enjoying the day watching like athletes play at a high level and you don't have to do much you just chill you drink and you eat that's cool yeah that's right. one thing like basketball. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Well, first of all, I'm more into it too. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Baseball. I, I the last last game I went to for three innings, I'm having a full conversation with someone. I look over, and go, it's the seventh inning. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was no hits. Nah. No walks. Yeah. Or maybe like a walk. You know. Yeah. Nothing happened in so, three innings, which so, is normal. And like, but like, you're like, holy shit, it just went by. Bro, and then sometimes you'll get those freaks who like go with the stat sheet and they'll do. Ad, they got binoculars. Like, and they're like, like thinking that they're a scout and they're just like in their. I love the people like, who right. bring computers. You seen that? I had not seen someone bring a computer to a game. Who's who's bringing computers to games? Random people <laughs> bringing a work computer. <laughs> they're to they're a game. letting them do that though. What? Like that's allowed in the stadium? Like a whole ass computer? Oh, I've seen people bring people. I've never seen it. Sox games? Yeah, one of the Sox. Dude's <laughs> on his work computer too. He's probably working. <laughs> He's probably working. Like, probably working. The funniest is you seen that guy that like did the full setup. Where he had like his computer hooked up like with bands around him and like a green screen behind him. As oh, he walks. and he does that in the he's like NFL he's eating. Games. Yeah, he's at the yeah. NFL game. You know, yeah. I've seen that guy. But Dude, people come up with shit too like that, and it just blows them up into stardom for like whatever reason. Like some people just has have like small ideas that just turn into like a brand in the business. It's crazy. Like that's one of them. This guy's popping now on like TikTok or whatever because yeah. he literally. Was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to a game and be at work, and just have a green. It's screen. hilarious though. It is. It's hilarious. Like, and he's I mean, done it like twenty times already. I bro. mean, I'm not gonna lie, right? Let's say you had you were rich enough to get a press box at a baseball game. Let's say baseball game press boxes aren't really that bad because no. you know, United Center is a different, and Soldier Field too. <sighs> Dude, I want to go to Bears Giants really bad because the tickets are really cheap now because they both suck. Yeah. But I don't want to give any money to that organization. I really don't. I hate the Bears organization with a passion. Yeah, I agree. Nothing against the fans. Sometimes. Yeah. However, the organization treats its fans like absolute dog water. Dog water. They do. Like They put a bad product out on the field. They put a bad product out on the field. I'm telling you, how do you do a renovation on your stadium and the grade of your stadium goes down? (laughs) That's true. They fuck everything up. They do. Soldier, Soldier Field, Field kind of Everyone said Soldier Field was better before the renovation. Really? Why is that? 
I guess they took they took away a bunch of stuff and like basically they were trying to like extend it to add like ten thousand more fans. I'm not completely sure, but like there was like a huge monument that was in the front that's just gone. I don't know, mm. but it's like Soldier Field sucks. First, of all. it does suck. I think it, it might be the worst. Parking there, in, yeah, it's like horrible. listen, I parked at guaranteed rate, right? I thought it was gonna be a nightmare. I got there pretty early, so it definitely helped. Yeah. They got four people like, boom, no, you're here, boom, go here, no, 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 a little tighter here, yeah. boom, now you're done. Yeah. Done. Stadium right there. Mm-hmm. It was like five minutes from the stadium to park where I was gonna park, and I'm not paying. Process. I'm not paying the extra for. I'm paying the twenty something dollars it is just to park there. Yeah. Nothing super fancy like. Soldier Field parking too. Problem with it is they charge you hourly. They literally just like, charge me for the game. It's like fifth. It's like fifteen for an hour, and then it goes up ten bucks every hour you're there extra. Yeah, because you know so what? If you're there four hours for a football game. You're paying like forty five bucks. Yeah, well, you're just incentivizing Bears fans to leave when their team starts losing yeah. the game. Oh, I you know it's an extra fifteen bucks to stay and watch this game. Yeah, I I'm, I'm never a fan though of leaving sporting events early. Like I even if it's a blowout, too. even if it's a blowout, yeah, I want to see pay, the end of the game. You pay for the ticket. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I pay for the not only that I pay for the ticket. Like I'll deal with the mad rush getting out. Yeah, I want to see the end of the game. That's what I came here for. Yeah, you know the rush does suck though, especially in baseball oh. game trying to get out of that. Oh game. yeah. You're, you're just like... Those same I, four guys who got you in the parking are fucking running around trying oh, to get everybody yeah. out. Oh, yeah. It's tough. Oh, yeah. The Oh, and then when you're like getting out on the like the turnpike and yeah. shit? <laughs> packed. It's packed. packed. Packed to the brim. Like, I was driving to get on the highway to get back home. I saw Phil, because he was at the game. Uh-huh. And he's walking to go where like wherever his mom was picking him up. And this dude is walking, and I'm like, we're on the same road for about five minutes. This dude is all the way down the block. I'm just sitting there like, all right. I mean, at least I got, you know, yeah. heat in my Spotify, you know. But, like, uh, I'm like, dude, Chicago traffic is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Yeah, I'll be going to work at, like, five, I leave my house at 430. Dude, you'll be leaving the city, and, and you still have, like. There's just, like, this little turnpike, the Jane Byrne. It's basically where downtown 90 meets 94. Mm-hmm. And it's just. Brutal, and they're always construction on it. They've been working on it for two 294. years. 294. 294 is brutal as well. I think they finally are cleaning that one up. Yeah, because they've been working on it since, since the mustache crawl. Because <laughs> yeah. I was driving home, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. I got here pretty easy. That... 294, pretty easy. Not much construction that I noticed, so maybe I'm just not paying attention. But Or maybe it's done, Yeah, which is pretty rare. I mean, probably not completely, but like... At least that area by Rosemont, that's clear. That was probably the biggest issue. Yeah. That that area is clear now. The the thing is, is like we're spending, we're gonna spend so much money on infrastructure, and in reality, like you know this, at the end of the day, we're gonna need a new way of getting around, like mm-hmm. a new method of like the way roads are built. Yeah. You know, like the the turnpike thing that they did on eighty eight, like first of all, it makes that so seamless. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even know you're going in a huge circle. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're going to keep having, there's going to be more people moving. Like places like, this is, this is the problem that's happening in Texas. Everybody's moving to Texas, right? Yeah. Everybody. No income tax, all that stuff. All the people from California moving over. Texas is having a huge traffic problem. If you look at it per capita, like it's no bigger than, you know, like the, the bigger cities are still, you know, yeah. their traffic is as bad as LA because they don't have the, Infrastructure in place. The place wasn't. Austin, Texas wasn't built to be that that big. One million people, two million. Like, once you once you add another hundred thousand people, all of a sudden, you know, it's bad. But I mean, that's why work from home is like the the thing, the wave. Which is why I mean, I'm 
I'm more excited to go into the office because it's so much easier. Like, I remember the one day I went into the office at the beginning of COVID when like everything shut down. For the first time, my train was empty in the morning. Like I literally felt like I was in a movie. Yeah. Like you know, what's that movie with uh, Will Smith, where the world's like over? I am He's legend. got his dog. Yeah, I am legend. <laughs> and everything's just gone. Yeah. You're like I'm a sit- I'm standing there like it's just me and the train conductor. Oh, nice. I'm like, not bad. <laughs> is it Saturday or like you know? <laughs> Did I wake up on the wrong day? You know, you, you're, you're in the middle. That, that was the one thing during COVID. You're in the middle of the loop. On, at 8.30 in the morning on a weekday. It's packed. Mm. Everybody's busy and just got to get places. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, that bitch was empty. <laughs> no, but it's surreal. Like, you could I, hear a pin drop. Yeah. You could hear a pin drop, you yeah. know? I was telling you the other day when I was in downtown, and it was empty. Corporate was very empty. Corporate's very empty. No one's really and down like, anymore. It, besides like the stuff that's going on like the Chris Kringle market they got all that stuff around there but like there's people hey, there's did you people hear about this what in your city vaccine passports now the vaccine passports did you hear about this January about this. something January I think third how many businesses do you think are actually gonna like follow that yeah well, the problem is I don't think they realize they're gonna killing killing small businesses killing yeah them. yeah like what small business is gonna be able to withhold I don't know what I don't know what the percentage of people vaccinated in Chicago are. That's a good thing to look up, but like there's a solid percentage that's still not, and like businesses have already struggled for the past two years, bro. Like, what are they gonna do? You keep limiting stuff. It's crazy. Sixty-one percent, dude. Forty percent. Sixty-three percent of all Illinois, though. So sixty-three percent of all of Illinois, considering like. What's what's Illinois' population? Nineteen million. Nineteen mil and three mil of that is in Chicago. So we at least received one dose. Yeah, let's check. Okay, so we're upwards of we're near eighty percent on one dose, as of. But that's not two days ago. Okay. Uh, completed. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Sixty-three. Okay, around the same. Sixty-three point nine percent. So, so you're saying you're saying forty percent of your business is you just all of a sudden can't take anymore? You As a small take. business, you're barely surviving in the first There's, place. Yeah. Dude, but, I don't care if you don't have the freaking polio vaccine, there bro. No like, way bars, restaurants are gonna do that. Like no, no way they're gonna uphold no. it. They barely uphold the mask rule in most places. Yeah. Yeah. Not to like call them out or anything, but like No, it's just the way like, any city, man. Any city. Chicago's not exclusive. In that fact, I, I think I really go just, down south and tell me if they think about masks at all. A lot of Democratic states right now are kind of doing this. I think it's just for public interest. I think it's ridiculous. At the end of the day, here's the thing with Omicron, right? That's literally what it is. It is way le- it's less deadly and gets you less people in the hospital than Delta does. Way less potent. Than Delta. Yeah, it spreads easy. Right? It's it spreads very, easier. It spreads way easier. But, but okay, so what are we saying here? Like, for, for, the, for the vaccinated individual, we're not going to hospital. No. You're just sick for a little bit. Yeah. But you'll get over it. Right? And even if you're unvaccinated, I'm not singling out unvaccinated people, right? It's all based off whatever you got going on in your body anyway. Exactly. You know? Right. 90% of these cases are pre-existing conditions. If you're fully healthy, I have no doubt you'll be fine. You know? But again, it's a case-by-case basis. But regardless, that rule sucks. It does suck. Sucks. And I mean, like... It, again, it's just it's killing the small business. And you know what? I would, I would, McDonald's is going to suffer because of it? No, probably not. No. 
Like, they're fine. No. You think... Half uh, a McDonald's is drive through anyway. Exactly. You think Starbucks is going to suffer? No, everyone's no. still going to get their no. Starbucks. right. Like, corporations Oh, yeah, you think... Suffer. Oh, so I'm going to go get my Starbucks. I'm a busy person. Right. I want to be in and out when I go to my Starbucks. Yeah. Especially, like, the local one I used to go to in Chicago. Yeah. The lady knew exactly what I wanted as soon as I walked in. I would literally pay and get my coffee handed to me. I was out the door in less than two minutes. That's crazy. Right? That's yeah. impressive, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just met. And, like, how many other people were Red walking eye? in? Uh-huh. How many other people were walking in, though, when you were... Oh, dude, there's... And we're talking about... Like, we're not talking about an actual big Starbucks. I'm talking about, like, a corner tiny, Starbucks. Corner like, Starbucks. Tiny, tiny Starbucks. Right? Literally about the size of, like... And, like, the, how many other people did she probably memorize as well? Oh, she knows, she knows everybody who comes in every day to order. You know what I mean? Because they work. It's the same five girls that work there, you know. But regardless, right? Are they going to be wasting time? Like, these, they're hustling. Yeah. It's Chicago. They are hustling getting food ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you think they're going to take time and make sure you got your vaccine, you know? Like, no. No. No one, no one cares. Yeah, they're not. Nobody yeah. cares. No. And I mean, like... I don't know, this whole thing, I think people are just sick of, like, sick of Well, uh, I was... Getting a little, like, overblown. I was talking to my family the other day, I was like, oh, what's the possibility of another lockdown? I go, really, really low, because if they did decide to do that, there'd be riots in the streets. Yeah, riots in the streets, and also, do they, the economy can't afford that right no, now. No, 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 no. The economy yeah, no. cannot afford yeah, that again. Yeah. For you, the sake of how, everyone's jobs, yeah, please see, don't do that. You, you see how bad it got in... In 2020, when we were shut down from basically March through June. See, that was ridiculous. Did you know how long that was supposed to be? A week, right? Two weeks. Yeah. Oh, two. Hey. When our spring hey, break got hey, extended. Hey, I receive lockdown. Yeah. You receive. Uh, in two weeks, we'll be completely fine. Trust us. Yeah. Not not to sound like a arrogant fucker with money, but when we were in, we were in Cabo on spring break when COVID hit. Yeah. And I remember the first thought we had when we were watching like the news, the TV was like, uh-oh, like. This is serious. And then the second thought we had was, oh, spring break's extended week. Like, we had no idea the extent of what was going to happen. And it was, it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, like we were saying, like, for, I don't know. When we first started, like, it, we just had no idea. And then I remember when we pulled into the airport two days after, the, the like, Rudy Gobert got it. That was, like, the big news, by the way. That was the big Rudy, one. Rudy Gobert, like, tipped the scale, and then everybody knew about COVID. And I was like, oh, shit, like. He's got it, and then D. Mitch got it, and everyone was like, oh, they have beef now because he gave it to him. And then it just spread like wildfire, but the, the airport, when we landed, was empty, bro. Ghost town. And it was so eerie, like, walking through, like, because we were all tired, like, it had been a really long week, and we're just all standing around, like, everyone's, like, kind of doesn't know what to do. There was no mask at the time yet. Like, that wasn't even a thing, but COVID was happening, and, like, it was just, it was a wild time. It was, re- it was really wild because of the transition. Because mm-hmm. the next day, the Rudy Gobert thing happened. I was at a Bulls game. I was like, I don't, I don't, there's no way I don't have COVID, right? Like, I was literally, like, in an arena, and I was at work. There's a few thousand people in my building. Like, I thought I definitely had it, but. Dude, a real thought that we had, because it hadn't spread in Mexico yet. There was no reported cases in Mexico yet, only in the U.S. The U.S. had, like, 10 or 100, whatever it was that day. So some of us were like, dude, should we extend our vacation? Should we stay in Mexico? Should we, like, not go back home for a while? Like, what's going on? Well, you're pretty glad you went home. Well, I'm super glad I went home. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want to be there another fucking week. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just been been a crazy whirlwind year. Like, 2020 and 2021. I think you combine them, man. You got to combine them into one year. Yeah, for sure. Like, 
I mean, times move pretty fast. Yeah. But that's why, like, I think everybody is looking at this new year as something completely different. Because, like, mm-hmm. 2021 was essentially, like, I mean, we knew about the vaccine. Totally round two. Yeah. The vaccine Pandemic was, round two. Yeah, the vaccine was just, just coming out. And even then, we knew it was going to take months to roll out and all this stuff. And nothing that they said was going to happen after the vaccine happened. We were maskless with no mandate for about two weeks. I remember those two weeks because I was at the casino playing poker and I was sitting down and I didn't have to wear a mask. You felt great. And everybody looking around, like people were still wearing masks that like wanted to, but I'm like, there's no, like I was, that was the freedom for a good two weeks there. I was like, wow, it's really like, and I just looking back. Made me believe it was back to normal. Then all of a sudden, boom, we're right back to everything. Bro, looking back on it too, it's insane. Like, that we now have to put something to cover our face. Like, when you didn't think about that, no one would have ever thought this was coming. Like, like when I we were just, kids, like, it, it was never even a possibility. I just, like... So it's just been, it's been a whirlwind, man, like, crazy. And the whole thing, too, to like, when I, even when I'm, I'm in person, I'm at, I'm at Bar CMN and everything. Like, I see people. I have conversation. Yeah. Half the time, I take my mask down when I'm talking to someone. Like, I think it's just weird talking to a it's hard person to with a mask. It's also, hard it's hard to hear. That, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're having a conversation with someone, like, you, the whole facial expression thing is, like, I don't want to just hear you through a freaking mask. Yeah, you got to want to see the reaction. Like, you can't right. tell, like, sarcasm. Like, all that stuff, it's, like, you got to pick up on stuff now, too. You know? It's be a lot better. Like, you won't see the smile on the inside yeah. when I'm making, like, it, it, things would be taken a lot in a very different <laughs> yeah, way. Very differently. You know? But I just. Bro, and I, it's, it's, it's the word, honestly, for hearing, too. Like, at work, people will be talking to me, and I'll go, what? And they'll be like, they'll say it again with the mask on. I'll say, wait, I can't, I'm sorry, I just can't hear because you're mad. And they'll do this thing where they lift it. And it's crazy how much that helps. Yeah. Like just by, oh, just wait, by, yeah, okay. Just by pulling it off a little bit, how I hear them. So, dude, it's just, it's a world. I love the people that double mask. I'm like, oh, you really dude, got them now, There was some huh? weird stuff going on at the beginning. Like, people were wearing those face shields, but no mask. That was hilarious. Like, like those were selling, though. Face shields like, face were shields. popping. <laughs> they were popping. It's like, dude. You have, a, you have a gap underneath your chin. Do you know what's weird, though? You're you in a doing? face shield. Like, if you're, like, a spitter, you got freaking droplets all over uh, this thing, you know? You got to clean that. Like, how often you got to clean it? If you ever Andy Reid's, it's just, like, fogging up, like... <laughs> Dude, that was, that was a funny time. Yeah. And then they made him wear the mask. They're like, no more of that. <laughs> I remember Bill Belichick's mask was, like, so small, it just covered his mouth. Nah. And they were pissed that he, he... They think they fined him for, like, not wearing his mask properly. Right. Bill Belichick wears a... A cut-off sweater looks horrible. Dude, that, that, dude is, that dude is the epitome of hoodie every day. Yeah, I mean, we, we went into Bill Belichick, I think, last, last podcast. A couple the, podcasts, the, yeah. The, the, the punning thing. The punning thing that's was one hilarious. That's the answers I've ever heard. It is. It's it a long snapper. It, it's, a, it's exactly the way you want to hear, like, a... Like him talk. Exactly. I want that every week. But then again, we'd, we would... Every NFL team would be like, oh, shit. Well, you see a guy like John Babaloba, and in 1944, he started it off by uh, changing... And then the, the Cardinals, point. and then really it was really the Cowboys in 1977. You know, it's like... <laughs> it's like, how do you know this? What? Well... You just got a computer brain. Not just that. I mean, his dad wrote the book on, like, mod, like not modern what day. What did his dad do? His dad was a coach at, like, I think it was Army. So it just ran in the blood. Oh, yeah. Now his son's a coach for him. His son's a coach for him. Yeah. His son will get a job. His dad was a coach for Army, and, and, and Belichick played football somewhere. What's his son coach? 
think it's like defensive backs or something. Watch in two years that guy's gonna be a coordinator, and then in two. Dude, here's he's the thing. All right, let's look at the products of Belichick. They all get jobs. They Grable. That, that that is Grable. true. That is true. Brian Flores. But my point is, is that they're not winning games. No. Brian Flores ain't making the playoffs. I think Brian Flores is a good coach. I think so. Matt they're Patricia not, was terrible. Matt Patricia was absolutely awful. Yeah. Uh, who's our, who's our OC? Who's our OC? It was Brady. McDaniels. McDaniels. Went to Denver. That completely failed. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did they win a Super Bowl? Wait. Did no, they? No, not with McDaniels. No. Who John was Fox. John, John Fox, Fox was, was Super with, with Manning, yeah, right? Manning, yeah. Uh, Joe Judge right now, like, not good. That's you know? I believe in the judge, but, like... <laughs> When you face the judge, I love that skit from Fox. Fox did that skit where it was like uh, Michael Strahan pretended to be Joe Judge or something as the like as the, the, the judge, judge Judy. Um, but yeah, like these guys, like yeah, you're right. They all get jobs, and that that in alone itself is an accomplishment, right? Yeah, Your ability not. to get everybody paid yeah. is great, but at the end of the day, you're not you're not Bill Belichick. You're no. not you're not the winner. But I mean, I think that honestly, that is the most that. You could that do. shows that shows a lot too more about Belichick though than anything. Oh, for sure. Like that's only, how impressive it is. Yeah. They only work well under him. Like, I mean, I think, I think Brian Flores again. I think he's gonna good be coach. a good coach. I think he's a good coach. Uh, the Dolphins. What were they? Eight and eight last year. And they looked a lot better than they have in recent memory. But this year they, and again, like they started off terribly this year. They picked it up a little bit. You know, coach, year. I have like tremendous respect for. What? Probably one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. I know you're. Mike Tomlin. Right. Dude. You gotta understand, this dude doesn't have losing records. His team is awful. Second longest tenure coach. Look at that too. It's impressive as well. He's still only like forty eight. Because he was one of the youngest coaches. How think, old did he think, start? Think, like how, how progressive that was, though. Number one, there was not that many black coaches in the NFL. Facts. And number two, he was one of the youngest guys out. Like, like McDaniel's age, pretty much. Dude, Mike Tomlin, if he gets dropped. Which I don't think he will. I think the Steelers would be idiotic. If they idiotic. That team. But. That team should win five games. Oh yeah. That team is awful. And they're in the division hunt every year. And they have a winning record right now. And even when they suck, they're in the wild card. Yeah. Somehow they sneak in. Like they, they've had a chokehold on that division for a very long time. And yeah, Mike Tomlin hasn't won that many championships. He's won one. But dude, that you know how hard. You know how hard. You know how hard it is to win a championship in the NFL. Look at a guy like Andy Reid. Great Bro, coach. Andy Reid is a great coach. Offensive genius. How many Super Bowls does he have? One. One, right? And that was just recently. Just got it. Just got it a couple of years ago. How long has he been head coach? Oh, dude, at least since like probably... Is he o- less tenured than o- Mike three? Tomlin? Oh, he's more, definitely more as a head coach. Okay, so I was wrong then. Because he was the head coach so of the he, Eagles for a so while. Tomlin's probably like the third most tenured head coach. Because you got Andy Reid, you got Bill look. Belichick. Longest tenure NFL head I know Mike Tomlin's top, top four for sure. Bill Belichick, Sean Payton since two thousand. Sean Payton, is Mike more... Tomlin is third. Andy Reid is okay, okay, because they they did it by the same team. Okay. So I mean, in the NFL, I mean, this guy beats everybody. <laughs> He's been in the NFL since the seventies, earlier maybe, yeah. no, seventies, I think. Sean Payton, I forgot about him. He's been out forever, but Tomlin is three. Yeah, man, he took over the job right after, like, a, a year you after know, they won the Super Bowl. And then he won a Super Bowl a couple years The Steelers years are in the AFC East, right? North. AFC North? That's got... Then the Bengals, the Browns, and the... Ra- no, not the Ravens. Then the Bengals, the Browns, and the... No, the Ravens, the Ravens. Yeah. So two of those coaches are in that division. 
Harbaugh and Tomlin? Uh, Zimmer. Wow, he's had a job for a while. Which is Pete Carroll. Interesting, because he shouldn't. Harbaugh. And everybody else is 2017. That's the, like, from eight onwards. Ron Rivera's been around forever, too. Ron Rivera. What do you think about Ron Rivera? I mean, I don't think he's that great of a coach, personally. I don't think so, either. I mean, he hasn't really won... Dude, every the problem with a lot of coaches too is you when you make the championship game or you make a Super Bowl, you get like five years extended. Yeah. Whatever you do. Yeah. Wherever you go, like, for some reason they're just not gonna fire you. The if you get if you get there and you show you can, you got a job locked up for five years. The, although going back to how much I don't like the Bears organization, they fired Lovey Smith. They fired Lovey Smith, right? The Bears go ten and six. They had a good year. They didn't make the playoffs. And the funny thing is that the Giants made the playoffs at 9-7 and seven and won the Super Bowl. However, right, they, they missed the playoff at 10-6. and six. That happens. It happens once every you know, couple years. A team 10-6 and six doesn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They fired him because at that point they were like, he's, not, he's never going to win one. He's never going to win one. Lovey Smith has been the best coach of our Bears lifetime, in our lifetime for the Bears, mm-hmm. by far. Lovey Smith's been to multiple NFC Championship games. I think he went to three. He's been to the Super Bowl. And, like, okay, his offense sucked. Yeah. Like, they were supposed to lose to the Colts. You know? It was Peyton Manning's prime. Yeah. You know? You can't really, like, I get it. He's not winning. Great. But he's your best option. You know who they went to after? Mark Tressman? Yeah. A guy from the... Canadian Football League who's never coached a day in the NFL. He might have been one of the worst hires in football history. He's one of the worst coaches ever. And you're going to give him a... You're going to give him a a three-year deal? Yeah. To be the head coach of a football team in a... Like, what? You know what I'm saying? And, like, Lovey never got back on it like like that. Mm -mm. He's... Is he still at Illinois? No. Right? He got got fired. He got got fired from Illinois. Past year. Right. He's back, uh... He's back in the league, though. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's like a D coordinator yeah. somewhere. Look him up. Clearly, he has value. If a guy like that is getting jobs left and right the second he gets fired, like, clearly he's like... Where's he at now? You know, why don't I don't want to fucking tell me? Come on, Wikipedia. He's at the Texans right now. Okay. Like, this guy went... This guy went 81 and 63. At the end of the day... That's a very good record in the NFL. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not you know? not great, but it's not terrible. No, Tampa Bay was really bad, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was bad. That was not there's good. there's like you don't have a good replacement, and, and I mean it's kind of carries to like your career. Like companies put like at the end of the day, they look at you as an investment. Oh yeah. Can we put enough time? I I realize this now when it's like, why do they care so much about how you do in school? Why do big companies care about your GPA? Really, why do they care? Translation. Number one, it's really, there's only a few metrics I can really judge you off of by just looking at you, and that's one of them. But the second thing is, is they want to know how fast you can learn. You get good grades, in theory, it means you learn well. Really, all it means is you put enough time into something. Yeah. Right? We talked about that. It's mm-hmm. about discipline. But, like, they want to see if they can... Because if they, they put three years into somebody and they quit, mm-hmm. well, now i got to find somebody to replace that person, and i got to give them 
the whole thing over again, right? There's not a good seamless transition between the two things, mm-hmm. you know? So you look at it as an investment and so do they. You know, you get you get something out of it and they know that too. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, you're running a company. Talent management is like A tier priority. Because yeah. you get two or three crucial people that just don't want to work there anymore. You may be fucked. Yeah. If you get bad apples, like especially right off the get go, it's gonna screw your company. It's I mean kill the culture too. It, That's super important. The best companies they hire slow and they fire fast. Mm-hmm. And the Gary Vee talks about it earlier. I hire really slow and I'll fire you in like a day. Because, like, if it's not going to work out. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. It's, it it, it makes sense. Though. It's best for you, too, though. Because yeah. I get, like, okay, maybe you might have told all your friends and everything. You just got this new job and you got fired in a day. It's like, you know, holy fuck. It's, but at the end of the ego, day, though. you spend a year at this place and it's not, it, like, if you already know this is not going to vibe out, mm. what's the point? Yeah. You know? And I get it. It's on you to find another job. But... As a business owner, if it's not going to work out, this ain't going to work out. Yeah, and I mean, one thing for sure, too, like, you don't want to string anybody on. That's the last thing I would want to do. Especially, like, let's say you're a low performer in a company, and they're just keeping you around, and, like, there hasn't been a promotion in a couple years, you're getting stagnant, doing the same stuff, like, they just keep you. It's definitely worse for your mental health. and It's worse for your career. Yeah, it kills your career. Because you look back, and you're like, damn, I could have moved on somewhere else. You know, because, like, while you may not get promoted at your company, there's a million things that have to happen for you to get promoted to. Number one, they had to like you. Number two, you got to, most of the time, perform well. Right. You could be performing well, and they could totally like you, but the person that's the current uh, person ahead of you isn't leaving. Right. Or they want to hire somebody from the outside. Right? They don't want to hire internally. They want to get someone from the outside. Right. And that's And you don't get your shot. At the end of the day, it's on you. To go out there and, and, okay, if you don't want to give me my shot, all right, then you will or someone else will. Mm-hmm. But the people that get stuck in the back room that work eight, nine, ten years at the same place, I have no sympathy. Because you just think, as a business owner, why would I fire you? Going back to the same thing, I put three years into you. Whether I'm, I'm promoting you or not, I put three years into you. You know the systems, you know, every, you know the lingo, you know everything, right? You may not be that great at your job. Or you may be good at your job and just not going to promote you. But why would I fire you? If you're going to, I don't want to train somebody new. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part about talent acquisition. Yeah. Is the number one getting them and number two, uh, training them. It's the most expensive part. Too. Most expensive part. Once they got you, it. Now, now they're getting more out of you than you're getting out of them. Yeah. Right. Once sure. they've trained you on everything you need to know and there's no progression, then you got to go. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're comfortable, it's a mutual understanding. Okay. No. You like your job, you like your nine to five, you want to go home to your kids, whatever, you know. But Gary Vee talks about that all the time too. Uh, loyalty for companies, and that you sh- really shouldn't have it at the end of the day. Like you should be focused on your career always, foremost, and you should never feel like you're, you're trapped in a spot. At the end of the day, you're the only one that's you're the only pilot of your career. Yeah, absolutely. It's your bus. Yeah, it's your plane. It's your car. Like, for sure. No one's gonna take it over. People are gonna try to. But they're not taking your your they're not taking your space over because they want what's best for you. No. It's gonna serve them in some capacity. Absolutely. You know? It's like and you know, it's cruel. But that's it's not how it works. That's the way it is, man. That's the way it is. It's only cruel if you think it's cruel. Right. Right. At the end of the day. It's only cruel if you think it's all oh, woe is me. 
Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll be honest, there are companies out there that completely fuck their employees. There, yeah, and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. And is it right? No. No, it's not. But at the same time, and I'm not saying those situations are like the same as the one we just described, mm-hmm. but it, at the end of the day, it, business is business, man. Business is business. Like in 08, they cut everybody's jobs. I think too, I, I, for companies like that that you're mentioning that cut people quick, I think that it's also on the person who's working there as well, who's like, who, who's been there for what, the 10, 15, whatever you're talking about. Because like, if you see, there's warning signs for a company's bad culture, for sure. Like in the interview process, when you first get there, you start seeing things. It's not just like, you know when a company's fucking people over. Like the employees talk. Right, this isn't like a, yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, it's on you as well, too, to, like, pick that stuff up. You gotta just be smart enough to. I remember when I was first hearing about company culture things, going in and stuff like that. At first, I was like, ah, you know, what, what is this stuff, you know? And then, when it really sets in, you're like, oh, this is, like, again, A1 tier level of, like, commitment that the company needs. For sure. Maintaining the strongest culture, whatever they want to set, is, like... It's a necessity. It's literally a necessity. You don't have a good culture, your company's going to implode. 100%. Absolutely implode. Yeah. Like, even look at like companies like Costco. Why do they keep so many people? They pay well. It's a good culture. You get time off. You mm-hmm. get this. You get that. You get, you know. People are happy working people there. People are happy working there. 100%. But Let's get right into the uh, pick six estimates, shall we? I am down, sir. I am very down. We, do we have a Christmas Day football game? We do have Christmas Day football. Wow, a Christmas Day football game. How often does that happen? Uh, Not very often. I mean, dude, the sport that dominates them, the Christmas, Christmas is, is NBA. NBA. And I mean, some of the matchups we had on NBA, like Christmas Day games, are important. All right, so uh, is there a game? What day is it today? Friday? No, there's no game today. No game today. However... We have two games tomorrow. We got the Browns and the Packers and the Colts and the Cardinals. Colts and the Cardinals, that. Colts and the Cardinals is a great game. Let's talk about that. So the line is at plus one. Over under is a uh, lot something. number. A <laughs> uh, number? A big number. Uh, over under is 49. 49. So high total for that game, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take the Cardinals. I completely agree with you on the Cardinals. Um, don't know why that line looks that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's sketch. It. Where's the money? Let's take a look. Um. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 We're there saying wow. Ninety-six percent of the money yeah. is on the Colts. That's shockingly high. That is. Really you don't high. you don't really see that ever in in a lot of like you will on heavy favorites yeah you know, on like the bucks yeah like on a on like like the bucks minus four against Atlanta you'll see that but like dude ninety six percent on the Colts makes ah, dude that's crazy but thirty seven percent of the bets are on the cards I I so here's my thing right Colts come off a pretty pretty big win nah. and. Like I'm not gonna lie, their team's not bad. It's not bad at all. But the car and here's the part where I like the Cardinals. They just lost the Lions. Yeah. 
Thank God they lost the Lions because I can bet them now this week. Yeah. This line would not be minus one no. if the Cardinals had killed the Lions. You know, and even if the Colts had won or lost, it wouldn't have mattered. And it's kind of shocking that the public hates the Cards. I well, we gotta wait because a lot of the uh, public money really doesn't come in until the morning of. Yeah. And then yeah. you'll get a really good indication. But this, this I, is I, this is looking like a I, hammer. I, I, yeah. yeah. I but, like the card, but that's the thing. Like when you see that, that's the thing. I'm, it happened last night, the tight the Titans game, Titans plus three and a half at home against the the Forty ers to me, I love the, the the Titans right off the bat. Mm. And then I was reading more, and I'm like, oh, this is a trap line, basically. But I still took the Titans just because, at the end of the day, man, you go with your gut. Yeah. But this is one of those where, like, I know at the trap line I could easily get burned, but I can't not take the Cardinals here. Cardinals You're giving me, you basically pick them. You give me a pick them, yeah. I'll take the Cardinals. I'll take the cards. Uh, another game that stands out to me is... Well, all these games stink. Dude, uh, these games are bad. Jaguars, Jets. Let's talk about this game because it's two <laughs> two shitters. We'll call it the shit bowl. The shit bowl. Uh, so the Jags are at plus one and a half. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is a hilarious game. Um, sixty five percent of the money is on the Jags. Shiv, I'll let you take it away because I. Don't uh, know so I I am not in the business of picking between which shitter is gonna shit more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in this game. My pick is the over, though. Okay. I love the over in games where, like, both teams are just absolutely dog water because that's the one time the public just doesn't like to bet the over. Nah. So I'll take 41 and a half is, like, here's the thing. Both defenses, uh, Jags defense is a, little, is, a little, is a little better. Uh, that's what it opened at. Uh, so it went down. It, it went down. down. I mean, look at the money on it, though. I mean, I don't know, actually, it's about 50-50. But, um, like, the Jets D is awful. And I mean, the Jets are just terrible. The Jets, the Jags, the Jags are worse. The Jags are worse, but no Urban Meyer now. I think they play a little better. Do they though? I don't know. We have to see. They they look they, sh- they look terrible last week. You know what's funny when you watch bad teams? Like this is why. Like when I, I sit there, you know, the funny times when I bet the Jets and they win or they cover. My favorite was when they played the Cowboys that one time. That was that was the bad. That was but a bad year. Every single other time, they completely suck. Uh, it's hard to watch. So I'm going to bet this over, but it'll only be on red zone. It won't be on a separate screen. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to bet the over, too. I mean, this game is a shitter. I don't want to bet this game. game. bad. Man. Don't bet this game. Hold on. This is the one game we'll tell you not to bet. Just take our over pick. Just so do over. bet it. Just take, take the over. Oh, we got don't a big bet the game. We have we a, a huge game, game. A huge division game. I think this will be again for Dude, look the division. Look at this. Look at this. Wait, wait, hold on. What, what was the line last time they played, right? It was flipped. Yeah. Patriots were... Were they... No, no, no. Patriots are still favorites. It's the exact same line. Smells like a hammer of the Patriots. Listen, at the end of the day, I said this when this game happened three weeks ago. You take Belichick in this spot every single time. They're a better coach team, right? They may not be better talent-wise. I think Josh Allen's a way better quarterback than Mac Jones. I think Josh Allen has a lot better weapons than Mac Jones does. He's got Stephon Diggs, a Pro Bowl. They got better out. wide receivers. The thing I'll give the Patriots, though, they got better running backs. They do have better running backs. They're, they're, they always do. Right. They always find always. like the trio that won't they get you a lot commit. of fantasy. It's always it's a always committee. committee. Like, it doesn't make any sense no, how good it is. There's never a workhorse dog. Belichick just, again, he's, he's a genius. But, again, in this game, there's no way, there is no, no way that I'm not hammering the New England Patriots at plus three and a half. Are you kidding me? With a division on the line, okay, two weeks left in the season, Playoffs coming up, the, the New England Patriots are making the playoffs. The, the, the Buffalo Bills have been on a downward spiral since middle of the season. Uh, they picked it up last week, but I, I fluke game. England, New England, that's all, that's all I got to say. 
You know, I agree with you for, for one reason. Um, they played the Colts last week who were, you know what? The Like I said, Colts aren't a bad team, and it's not like it's like when you think of a sandwich game, it's a team like the Patriots plays a really bad team and like the Jets, and then they play the Bills the next week, so they kind of overlook the Jets to play the Bills. Yeah. This game, though, is so massive for the division mm-hmm. that I could totally see Belichick wanting to just prove an absolute point and crush the Bills mm-hmm. and just game plan the Bills the whole time. Mind you, they threw the ball three times. So it's not like they've seen – it's not like, you know, the, the, the safeties are pretty ready for it. I will say this, though. I do agree it will be a close game. Um, I think teasing the Bills to 8.5 is a good move here. Uh, because I really think this game's going to be really close. But if I have to make a spread pick, yeah, I'd take the Patriots under three. I'd take the Patriots under Also, three. the Patriots, when they've been favored this year, have been pretty bad. I'd also take the under. But the Patriots as an underdog is, I think, hit every time. Almost every well, Not time. every time, like 67%, which is which still is printing. Still, printing you're winning. Yes. This ain't a bad game. Bro, Rams-Vikings. And this line, looking at it initially, is very weird to me. 60% of the bets are on the Rams. 62% of the money is on the Vikings. Um, I don't get the public... It's not public. It's not uh, sharp money. It's sharp money. I yeah, don't yeah. get. I don't get the obsession with the Vikings though. Take I the just Vikings don't. here. I'm telling you, take the Vikings here. Take take the Vikings. Here's the thing with the Rams. They're slowly coming back now. You know, they beat the Seahawks. Whoop de fucking do. Nah. Like the Seahawks aren't good. Russ is hurt. The team's reeling. Yeah. Like that did not make the playoffs. McVay had the worst month he's ever had. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think the pro and I have the Rams ticket to win the NFC. I'm not, I'm not, you know, happy with that ticket right now. Um, the Vikings when they okay they played the Bears that really is like a complete wash because the Bears are just awful. But three and a half points at home. I don't worry; these numbers are gonna flip. Yeah. By game time. In fact, you may be able to get a four. I'm gonna take the Vikings here. I'll just I'll take the Vikings. Why not? Consensus quick. All right, next game, we've got, I like the Ravens-Bengals line, um, because I think that, I think no, that's the, a tough game. I think the public's sick of betting the Bengals, and I just don't, like, I, the Ravens are so heavy favored every week. Have you noticed that? They, they were get, dogs like, last week because they played Green Bay. All right, last week, but like, for the most part, when I see Ravens line, it's always like six and a half, seven. It's always like yeah, we were talking seven. about how the Bengals lines were always short. Yeah, so it's like. I don't know. Again, the the Bengals are reeling as of late, and it's because of injuries. Like they're not fully healthy. But this is a division game, man. Like a division games, when the spread is this much, might move to seven, or it's at well, it's at four and a half now. But damn, look at that! Holy shit! Look what? at the movement on that. Mm. Uh, a lot fuck. of it's injuries. I think the Bengals are minus four now. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. What the fuck was I talking about? I'm taking about? the Ravens. Yeah, disregard everything I said. I'm taking yeah, the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. I Number one, see, that sorry, backup I did not quarterback, see the, the after watching back. that backup quarterback's not bad for them. For, uh, it's the, the thing the Ravens did, they did the same thing when they got RG3. They get a quarterback that your backup is basically it's the lower prototype, prototype yeah. of brand. Lamar Jackson because you can run the same offense and you, most of it can be seamless. And Harbaugh's a good coach, so, I mean, yeah, I think in this spot, especially because the Ravens are like, I think they're either 500 or, like, one game above 500. The, the NFL, too, is a spot where you can always bet on the good coach in a game like this. The better coach normally comes out with the win. Yeah, I'll take it. It just it happens all I'll the time. I'll take the um, um, what? Oh, The last one. Uh, that's not bad. That's so not bad. Oh, so uh, yeah, I'll take a piece. Yeah? Okay. I'm heated up a bit. No worries. 
Thank you. You won? Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, that's already happened. Yeah, I mean, the, that, that Cowboys game, I wouldn't even bet that because the line's just... I mean, let's talk about this game. We can't talk about it. We're not talking about my team. All right? All right? Listen. <laughs> Eagles, Giants. <laughs> Another toilet bowl. Uh, we what, what are we... First of all, that's absolutely crazy. At plus time. Yeah. That's no respect there. What? That's no respect. I'm sorry. You really think the Eagles are that good? 82% of the money, though, is on New York. Good. Yeah. Sharp money's over there. You're fine. I'm, ha- I'm hammering the Giants. <laughs> I'm hammering. Listen, I hammer the Giants every week. Is that your play of the week? Uh, I would make it your No, play my play of the week. My play of the week. All right, Bucks, Panthers. It's, it's a, it's a toss-up between... Oops, I shouldn't have clicked that. It's a toss-up between the Falcons at six. And uh, I know I got burned on them last week. It's a toss-up between the Falcons at six and the Cardinals at one. Yeah. I, the reason I like the Falcons is th- is because when a team is like favor is like the Lions, when you're favored by six or more or uh, underdog by six or more, and you win outright, and the next week you're an underdog of six or more again, like people are gonna hammer that team. Yeah. I mean, early preliminary says the money's on the Lions, and the line dropped from seven and a half when it opened to six. Probably because, number one, the Falcons lost. And the Lions won against a good team. The Lions are awful. They're as bad as the Jets, as bad as the the Jaguars. Like, this is a terrible team that was 0-10. Okay, they got every opportunity to win the game against the Steelers, and they didn't. Yeah. Right? Six points, to me, Falcons are the type of team that crush bad teams, but get crushed by good teams yeah 100% they're one of those so I really like the Falcons here at, at 6 um, if you were lucky enough to snag a 3 early in the week you're a lucky fucker because that thing went that thing dropped to the 3 point, to minus 3 that's and then crazy. it bounced right back up to 6 that's incredible uh yeah that is that it that's 6 that's 6 that's 6 games that wraps up the uh that wraps up the pick 6 segment and uh, I think that's good to wrap up the pod. You cool with it? Yeah, man. You know, next week, probably probably do... We got New Year's. We got a New Year's, so we're coming into 2020 strong with a brand new podcast. We'll Make do, sure you check we'll in, do, tune we'll in. We'll do a really good... We got to do something big. Um, this is the 10th episode, too, so this is kind of like a good milestone for us. We're 10 deep now. Um, like, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're just, we, we started this just to, like, fuck around, basically. Yeah. Like, but, we do this regardless. Yeah. But, but now it's, like, legit. Now we're, you know, we're, we'll try to make it okay. serious. Yeah, so. for sure. Thank you, thank you. Okay. See you next week. See you next week.